If you have never used the words beetle and elegant in the same sentence, perhaps it's because you've not had the pleasure of encountering a species of the genus Agra in the Neotropics. This is Quentin Wheeler for the Species Hall of Fame. These beetles have been referred to as the elegant canopy beetles, and indeed they are. Their head, and even more so their pronotum, is elongated and much narrower than the elytra or hardened forewings that cover the posterior portions of the thorax and abdomen. Agra are noteworthy for their beauty. Okay, it's in an insect kind of way. And their brilliant metallic colors and diverse surface sculpturing. The late Dr. Terry L. Irwin of the Smithsonian Institution published many papers on Agra. If you know the 1990 film Arachnophobia, you may recall the opening scene when a canister of pesticide is shot high into a tropical rainforest canopy, followed by thousands of insects and spiders raining down on outstretched collecting sheets near the ground. That method of accessing the previously unexplored insect fauna of tropical forest canopies was perfected by Irwin, whose early work on the canopy fauna forever changed our perception of insect diversity. It was Irwin who staggered the entomology world with evidence that the number of insect species was multiples of the two million or so species that had long been assumed. Among the six-legged treasures he recovered from his collecting trips were many examples of the genus Agra. I have always had enormous admiration for Terry. His PhD thesis on bombardier beetles was pioneering and simply superb. Published in 1970, it was one of the first studies in North America to analyze phylogenetic relationships among species with a then radically new idea from the German entomologist Willie Hennig. And Terry was a natural showman. He intuitively knew how to elevate a discovery or a set of facts in a way that captured people's imaginations. I owe a great personal debt to Terry as well for influencing the course of my career beyond the, his publications that I studied carefully. When I was a graduate student at Ohio State, I received a phone call completely out of the blue from Dr. Irwin. He asked if I would like to go to Panama. It must have taken me a full nanosecond to respond, and soon I found myself on my first trip to the Neotropics. I ran a line of pitfall traps for Terry's study of beetles associated with fig falls, then had the balance of each day to collect for myself. It was a life-changing experience and one of countless examples of his generous spirit. At that point, I had never met or even seen Dr. Irwin. Before traveling to the Smithsonian to be trained by Terry and put on a flight to Panama, I had an unexpected surprise. Watching an episode of What's My Line, I sat up straight when the contestants introduced themselves, saying, My name is Terry Irwin. The process of elimination was an easy one for me. One was a woman, and I knew that Terry was not. A second gave a ridiculously low number when asked how many different kinds of beetles there are. It is probable that agra are predominantly predators on other arthropods. Adults have been seen consuming exudates from shoots and leaves and feeding on pollen. 
And when I was in Panama, I offered an agra a tree snail, which it appeared to feed upon for quite a period of time, sticking its head deep into the shell. There are some species found on grasses and savannas, but most are associated with high canopies. They're nocturnal, and they do fly into lights. They secrete defensive chemicals that deter predators and have been shown to ward off bats. Ventral patches of CD on males suggest that they use pheromones to attract mates. Paradoxically, these canopy beetles belong to the family Carabidae, which has the common name ground beetles. Since Fabricius named the first species of Agra in 1801, about 600 additional species have been described. But this is only a good start. As many as 2,000 species are estimated to have already been collected and deposited in museum collections, just waiting to be named. Among the many species of Agra described by Irwin are some with especially intriguing names. There are quite a few patronyms, mostly named in honor of scientific colleagues, such as Agra E.O. Wilsoni for the late E.O. Wilson. But Hollywood received its due as well, with Agra Kate Winslady and Agra Schwarzenegrai. And there is even a nod to the bard with Agra Othello. There are many species named for some unusual bit of morphology or the geographic location where they were discovered, as in most groups. But Irwin even occasionally had fun with these. There is an Agra BCI, for example, that to any biologist is recognizable as a nod to the Smithsonian's field station in Panama on Barrow, Colorado Island. But my favorites are the humorous ones, including Agra Smurf, Agra Yeti, and Agra Sasquatch. And in case you're wondering, yes, they have unusually big feet. Agra Yoda, Agravate, Aggravation, and, wait for it, Agra Cadabra. Some traditionalists have taken a dim view of such playful names, but I strongly disagree. Species with funny names and those named in honor of celebrities are both memorable and capture the attention of the public. How many of the 20,000 or so species named last year did you hear about? I thought as much. But humorous names and those making reference to pop culture icons frequently find their way into mass media, bringing much-needed attention to species exploration, taxonomy, and the biodiversity crisis. I hope you'll join me again next week here at the Species Hall of Fame. This is Quentin Wheeler.